When Shamrock Rovers got one back, tears came to my eyes. And we went two and up, and I heard those thousands of Sligo people. I was proud, and we went out and won. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. More drama here. Chilali. North. Elding. 3-2. They've been looking for Stenson's head away at the far post. And over it comes Elliot. Stenson. 1-1. One, one. Welcome along to episode number 104 of the Bitter Red Supporters Trust podcast. Ronan Flanagan here this week. Delighted to be joined by Sean Dunn. Sean, how are you? Oh, good, Ronan. How's things, Jerry O'Connor? Yeah, okay. Disappointed. And what's the crack, Donald Kelly? Ash, uh, now, Ronan, I've often been better and I've often been worse. So I'm here in it. Thank God. So this week, we will look back on last Friday's disappointing. Infuriating 2-1 defeat to draw in the Cup. We will hear your shouts from the shed end. And we'll also look ahead to another game against Drada, this time in the league on Friday night, back away at Weaver's Park. So, lads, we'll go back to Friday night, Sean. 2-1 defeat in the Cup, we're out of the Cup. And uh, I suppose it's uh, it was a, a horrific way to go out of the Cup in so many ways. Yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it, uh, Ronan. It's, there's no positives to take from the game whatsoever, obviously. You know, crashing out of the cup in the first round again. I think that's is that five years on the trot now, going out of the first round. Uh, it's utterly depressing. Um, and what makes it worse is the performance that got us there, where we're seeing out this corner being turned. We're constantly talking about it, and it's just... It's a road to nowhere every time we turn this corner and it just goes back to the same place every time. It's it's gone beyond the joke. You know, we've backed players, we've backed managers, everything, but this just keeps reoccurring. It's it's got to a stage now where it's it's a it's a genuine serious, serious issue. Uh, crashing out of the cup like this. This is all we have to look forward to this season. The league season has fallen apart already. We were banking on a cup run, you know. And it's just the players have thrown it back in our faces, to be perfectly honest. Which and uh, sorry, not just the players. I think it's a collective, it's a management, and players have thrown it back in our faces with with that performance the other night. And um, it's piss take, if I'm being honest. Yeah, an absolute piss take. I've, I've I could have fired everything around the house the other night. Um, I just I was genuinely so mad, but at the same time I wasn't surprised, and that probably hurt the most. Never seen such a disjointed performance. Uh, panicked. Uh, there's so many bad words for it, but I don't know, Ronan. Uh, I don't know where we go from here on it either. But crashing out of the cup like this is—it's—it's it's a cardinal sin. Now you know those players, a management team, have—they've—they've they've hurt the fans this time round because genuinely we have nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to drag people in off the street now into the showgrounds going forward. Like we have a relegation battle ahead of us. One I think we'll probably be out of in a couple of weeks. And we'll be just left in limbo in this can't go up, can't go down situation. And you know, those those players are contractually obliged to turn up for games till the end of the season. But fans aren't. And 
genuinely, I think only that we've had good season ticket sales at the start of the season. That's the only thing that's going to save us now because I can see the showgrounds being a bit of a fucking graveyard in the end of the season. And Jerry, Sean mentioned the word hurt there and your own feelings after the game on, on Friday night. Well, just uh, before we get to that, just to come out on the back of what Sean is saying there, just about attendances and things like that. Look, I hope... I, I think the tendencies will fall off, but I hope they don't um, because that's only going to hurt the club. Players aren't going to be too bothered about that. But at the end of the day, you know, we are a fan-owned club and if people don't turn up, well, then the fans will suffer. It's not the players. So I would say, look, you know, I, I know people who say, oh, I can't wait for the season to be over and blah, 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 blah. But like at the same time too, you support a football team, you support a football club, you like football, go and watch it. As, as hard and painful as it can be at times. Just getting back to the draw, the performance, um, it was like a bunch of scared schoolboys. Uh, and I think we were beat before we even went down the pitch. I just think we were scared of draw. Uh, we knew what they were going to do, but we weren't prepared to, we weren't prepared to roll up our sleeves and match them, match them on the, uh, in the battle. Um, which for me is the most uh, hurtful thing because it's not a true reflection of the club or its fans because or the area in which they're playing. You know, um, we and Sligo never get anything handed to us. We always have to fight. And I think Sligo Rovers is probably the biggest example of that. Um, Sligo Rovers put Sligo on the map. Uh, we're very, very proud of it. We were we work our balls off. I mean, in general, like people here in the Northwest, you know, we have to battle for everything. But our, our players aren't prepared to battle for us. And that was quite evident there the last night because it was the one thing that we were all clinging to. And to put in a performance like that, it was just, it was scared. It was pathetic. We couldn't pass the ball two yards. Nobody was brave. Nobody stood up. And you'd really, you know, where do we go from here? I'm not really sure, but I'm, I suppose over the next hour or so we'll 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 try and get to the somewhere to the bottom of it. Uh, in our humble opinion. And Donald, get you coming in here with the your own thoughts of I suppose the general. Of- well, I, I, honestly, Ronan, I think the boys are. I don't want to be a little bit harsh. Uh, being honest with you, draw is a tough place to go. The best times. and we knew it was going to be a tough place to go. Like uh, I suppose of all the draws that you could get in the first round of the cup. I don't think there's many that would come as hard or many that would be as difficult as draw it away. Uh, I feel disappointed, uh, but what I feel disappointed for most of you is for the players themselves, to be honest with you, because I think like I've they've shown several times this season of the quality that they have and they've, they've put in several good displays. And unfortunately for them and for us, obviously, um, Friday night wasn't one of those. And they had a great opportunity to, I suppose, you know, deliver something for us this season and, and possibly in a stop start season. And unfortunately for them and for us again, uh the fell short. But I don't I'm not I, I'm not as uh, I wouldn't be as critical of the, of the players as as the lads are being honest with you. Um I know what it was game a poor, you watching? I, I, I know it was a poor performance during poor. Right? but like it was it was uh, an absolute disgrace. Everything right now that came, and we never turned up at all. It was yeah. pathetic. I, I don't know how you could say you feel sorry for the players. 
with the right mentality, to go out in the front foot, to put in a shift, to put in a battle. Don't tell me that any player could hold his hands up and say that he put in a shift or a battle there the last time. And you're right. We knew exactly what was ahead. We knew exactly what we knew exactly what was ahead of us. Yeah. We knew exactly what was ahead of us. And that's what scared the shit out of the players. Because it's not in them. I don't I I again, Jerry, I think this is a team that's scared. Uh, over a season of of a lot of, of basically everything that could go wrong for them has gone wrong this season between injuries between refereeing decisions between the whole fucking lot everything has gone wrong from the season and there are things that's scared I, I think we need uh, but I think we need to come to the stage now where we stop making well, excuses tell you. Uh, yeah. fair enough no but fair enough a lot of things did go yeah. wrong but they had they had every opportunity there last night to put it right and they didn't nobody turned up nobody nobody it was it was pathetic yeah well, look at Jerry. As I said, it was never going to be easy there, right? No, and we, that's what I'm saying. We knew. Yeah, that. but we, we just let me, we for a second. Lay a glove for on a it. second, right? For a second, we were a goal up at half time. Okay, we didn't lay a glove. We won't expect that there. Okay, we were a goal up. The first, the first thing first, right? There was a tackle made on Kinabaro early in the first, in the first couple of minutes of the game, right? It probably could have been, and probably should have been a straight red. Okay, the referee gave a yellow card. Now, that's fair enough. And then for a pretty innocuous foul, I thought Danny Lafferty got a, got a yellow card, right? So straight away, you're worried about this referee. And anyway, look, I'm on about the referees again. There's just, it's, it, the fact of the matter is we were going up at half time, okay? Against the run of play, we were going up at half time. We conceded a silly goal. I know Danny Lafferty didn't cover himself with glory. I'm sure he'd be the first man to put his hands up, was probably his worst performance first since he's came to the showgrounds, right? He got cut underneath the ball for the second goal. Third goal, Jerry. How how is that a penalty kick? When have you ever seen a penalty kick for an incident like that in your life? When? When? I don't think it was a penalty when? kick. I don't think right. it was. Okay. So hold on. So no, just let me finish, right? Because it, it, <laughs> when 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 they equalize, you're asking me well, a question. Well, wait a minute. Now come on. When when they equalized, right? And we went when we were coming more into the game towards towards the latter part of the game until after got sent off, and that was it. Then it was game over, ball burst. That was it. The the performance was bad. I agree with you, the performance is bad. But they've also shown times at the against in adversity this uh, this season where they've come back from poor performance as well. I not look at I not I'm not into beating anybody up. Fuck it. I'm not into beating anybody up. It was a piss poor performance. Fair enough. I'm not saying that. I feel sorry for them because they're better than what they showed. That's that's where that's where my sympathy is. And I'm not going to, you know, this fucking playing game because it's done. It's done. Forget about it. There's no turning back. But again, a number of big decisions went against us again on the night. And there you go. I'd say so forget that, about it. I'd say You're saying forget about it. You're saying forget about the game. But sure, we're, that's what we're here to talk about. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm not saying forget about the game. Obviously, we've just discussed the game, right? But I'm saying, you know, and analyze it or whatever you want to call it. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, like, I don't think, 
I just I I I don't be I don't feel myself being super critical. It's not going to help any of the players in that dressing room. That's be, be that's. I look, be they're the... beyond fucking help. To be honest, with you something. You know, like yeah, fair enough. Look, you, you get praised when you play well. You get criticism when you don't. Um, in terms of turning things around in, in the face of adversity, yeah, that just sums up the inconsistency throughout the season. Do you know we've been. Yeah, we throw in the odd good performance every now and again, but there's no consistency. We knew what was ahead of us there going into Drada the last night, and we just, we just, but we didn't face up to it, and we went out with a whimper. And um, look, I would have loved if we had gotten away with a win. I would have loved if there's nothing more I love. I just don't see how you could feel so, any way, shape, or form sorry for the players. Maybe that's part of the problem. Is that they feel sorry for themselves? Look, they knew. I said it, this fifth time. Said it. They knew what was ahead of them, and they just bottled it. Drawed it didn't. Drawed it out to play against us because we're fucking Look, soft. I, I, I get what you're getting at, Donald. I do, but to be honest with you, like we were last ditch defending in the first half against Drawed. Like we were at a stage where we were desperation defending. Luke McNicholas having to pull off saves left, right, and center. Like, it shouldn't be the case. Like I, I know Drawed is a tough place to go. And mm. it is. I, we said it here last week before the game. You know, we weren't expecting any fucking whirlwind results of four or five nail or anything like that. We knew it would be a tough task. But we never dug in. So we didn't. We never showed our, show, showed our true potential. It was another one of these games where we just completely disappeared and wilted under pressure. Like, from the first few minutes, we were panicking, belting balls forward into no man's land. Like, Levac, Barlow... And Stefan, they may as well have sat in the stand. I, they barely touched the ball. They done nothing. They literally done nothing. Max Matter was he was left isolated up there all by himself, running, chasing these balls into channels that he was never going to get to, because that's all he had to feed off was scraps. I was watching Greg Bulger taking free kicks, and he was running around like a fucking dog chasing his tail, taking these free kicks, panicking to, to pass the ball five yards. Settle down. The only time we ever looked half decent is when we actually settled down and played a couple of passes and tried to play through them. But the whole game we took this mad tactic of playing it long and trying to, you know, go really direct for some reason. And it didn't never suit us. It hasn't suited us all season, really. We, we we're all right when we play through the middle directly that way on the ground. We're a decent side then, but never over the top. We don't we don't get close enough to Max to do that. Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't feel sorry for the players this time around. I can't feel sorry for anyone in there this time around because, as I said, and as Jerry says already, and it's been says all over the place now, and anyone you meet talking about, this was season defining, and it's gone. Like the season is technically over. With any for any optimistic things going forward, it's over, and we just a long way ahead of us now to the end of the season, up and whatever, but. No, I, I don't know. I just, I can't feel sorry for anyone to be honest with you. I think the players are fucking this, this crack of you know decisions going against us and all that. I, I don't get it either because personally, I think, he, I think Lafferty should be sent off. Yeah. Just from the way I view it, from the way I view it, I think he does swing a slap. It looks like he swings a slap. You know, maybe oh, not a full on. For, for, he raises his arm. Tell me one time. Tell me one time in all your years watching football or playing football. Tell me one time that for an off the ball incident like that. The players down the other side of the pitch that someone has, at any referee in any game has ever come back and given a penalty kick for an off the ball incident. Tell me one time has ever happened. Richie Towell against Cork City. There you go, yeah. Really? This season. 
uh, I stand corrected so in that case because I've never seen that before in my life but Donald Donald but you have to realise as well though it's not a regular situation it's not something that happens all the time like Lafferty shouldn't even be getting involved in that so no but uh, look like Lafferty if you're to I agree with you I don't think it was a penalty yeah I agree with you yeah but, but it, it's a foul do you know what right. I mean a, f- a foul is a foul no matter what I think the foul was on Lafferty Initially, it was, Jerry. Initially, it was. But but Lafferty flips that and he starts swinging slaps like a dog. From what it looks like, anyway, in my opinion. And I could be wrong, and that's fine. I, I don't, don't think, I don't know. In fairness, swinging slaps is kind of. Yeah, no, no. Right, but he, he ra- yeah, he raises his he, hand. He's right. getting up and he pushes back. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think it was a right. penalty. I don't think it was sending off. I think it was a free out. I think we are hard done by there. And I yeah. do agree with you, Donald, as much as we're arguing. But Which I disagree with you on it. <laughs> but, but, you know, yeah, look, we're out. So, and that's it. Yeah. Exactly. We're sure it's just, but we, should, we, should. But we, should, we, that's one I said, that's one incident. Like, there's 90 minutes in the game, and I just don't think, I just think going into that game, we were like scared schoolboys. We knew what was ahead of us, and we just, we just didn't want to get involved with them. Yeah, one shot on target. That's the goal. That's a penalty. Like, and I just think that's a poor reflection on us as a club, as a fan base. I don't feel sorry for the players. I feel sorry for us because they're representing us, and there's not much we more we can do about that. But I, look, yeah, I understand that. I suppose the point that I'm trying to make is right. I understand what you're saying, and I get where you're yeah. from, and I agree with you to an extent, right? But and you know what? There's no harm. You know, like. You have your opinion. Yeah. Sean has a different opinion, and I have yeah. different. So we all got different. So fuck it, yeah. like you know. So, so but the point, the point, that's football too. The point I'm trying to make, Jerry. The point yeah. I'm trying to make is this, right? Is that they're a better team than, and I, I'm disappointed for them because they've let themselves down. Then I know they've let as they've let the club down, they've let the fan base down, the whole lot. But most importantly, they've let themselves down because they're better than that. And that's what but I. Do that's they, like, but that's are I'm they really that disappointed? I wonder. Do you know that kind of way? Are they well, I, I, I honestly think they are. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. I'm sure, I of course they are. They have to be. What huh? I want to know is how do we go from the performance against Bowes, even the performance against Derry, and the performance against Cork to that? Like, how do you put those three together and then on the fourth goal, that's what you that's what you offer up? Because we knew I what we, we knew what was ahead of we knew what was ahead of ourselves and we shit ourselves. That's what we it looked like. We didn't want to get involved with that. It does yeah. look like that. Yeah, we don't want to get involved. In it. And it's, I, fuck it, I don't know. It's, it's really, it's a hard one to wrap my head around. There is like, there's nothing to analyze in our game at all. Like, there's nothing you can look back on and say that was impressive or that was yeah. good. You know, everything was pretty much just bad. Like, fair enough, man done well defending corners and Nando got a block, and I thought Luke made a couple of good saves. Mm. The big, you know, the biggest, but like that's it. That's all I can offer up from anyone. Well, Bran effect on well a couple of times defensively. He got his position and was half decent. Yeah. But He's like, only been put a ball in the box to be fair to him, like, you know? Yeah. But again, bypassing midfield, <laughs> bypassing our attacking tra- like and I've said it now a good few times, and I was one of his biggest advocates last year, but Levac managed well to be playing wearing an opposition jersey every time he plays for us this year. But he, again, is there like is continuously there, is, gives the ball away like it's fucking it's is, it's frustrating as hell now. Is, is he scared because the whole 
association with Balkan? Is he? I don't know. But don't, how, is like, he, how is he? How is he? How is he deteriorating? It, like, it wasn't Hitler they were hanging around with. No, I know that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like, 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 well, I just look. I just throwing it out there, Sean. I'm just throwing it out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> All I'm saying is this: like, how how can he be so good? In fairness to him, he was so direct at times that season towards the towards that. Oh, he was excellent. Yeah. So how is he deteriorated supporting? I don't know. That's what I'd love to find out. Like that's I, like I think that, like everyone has used Baghdad as this massive fucking scapegoat all season. But he's the, the two of them are Estonians, and I just <laughs> like, is there a case? Of, is there a case for Frank that he's guilty by so he feels that he's guilty by association? I don't know. Fair, I I actually, no, I actually, I actually don't think Frank actually went around with Baghdad. To be honest, I, I as far as I know, but like even at that, like well, well, I know two, the two of them are. Kind of technically, technically Estonian, but one of them wouldn't see themselves as Estonian. Well, the both Estonian internationals. Well, it'd be like right. saying you and maybe it'd be like saying people from different divides in in the north. Maybe that would they mightn't see eye to eye, or they might once you might one. Some might lads are from London, Derry. And some lads are from Derry. Well, yeah, so one might see them as, as one nationality, the other would see it as a different nationality. So I don't think there was a relationship there. But anyway, that's not the crux of it, lads. Bogdan has been used as a scapegoat this season as well, I have to say, you know. And like, even in regards to our recruitment thing, that's another thing we'll, we'll no doubt we'll step on as well. Like, all of a sudden, we have to abandon our whole yeah. recruitment policy because of one player. Let's use the brains. Granted, I even knew Brownian has not been a successful signing. Works hard, tries hard, no problem with that. But quality on the ball, not there, not good enough. And that, hence why he's been on the bench the last while when we've had a fully fit squad. That for me, so, and he's a big earner and he was meant to come in and be a big player for us. Hasn't been there, hasn't offered us the create creativity that he was meant to come and give us. So yes, I class him as a poor signing. Apart from that, really and truly, Branifak has done well. Stefan has shown flashes. Yes, he's, he's in and out, but I do think there's definitely a player there. Everyone can see that. You have to be able to see that. And then apart from that, like, the rest are where everyone wants people to sign from. They want them signed from England and they want them signed from Ireland. The rest of the players have all been brought in from around those regions. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I think can't as well. I think the whole yeah. Johnny Farner thing is ridiculous. Um yeah, it's madness. Yeah, it's becoming a bit of a oh look. Um people saying that they were picked up off YouTube or they were picked up off like come on, let's yeah. show a bit of respect. Like, you know, it, there's a bit more detail put into it than that. And as well as there's if look we, we, again, we live in the northwest of Ireland. We don't have enough people in our. It's a sparsely populated region of Europe, right? We don't have enough people within our area to have a, a team that comes from that area. So we we've always supplemented with players from the UK or Europe or going back to the nineteen forties. Uh, you know, just because you have one bad guy and maybe because I don't know society has changed and you're hearing all this stuff all the time. It's like no, we don't want any more of them. I'm not saying any. Not, I'm not saying any one particular person is saying that, but it's just I don't know. It's just the vibe is there. Like, oh, blame the foreign. Like, yeah. But like, we've had dubs come down here and be worse, and be yeah. worse influences on squad. So what do we do? Never sign a player from Dublin again. Yeah. You know, like it's you can't view it like that. And also, you're right, Jerry, on the YouTube thing. That's a it's a real. Market disrespect. It's a dis. It's disrespectful to everyone involved in the recruitment section. So it is because that's not how they're signed. All right, that's the way we as fans see the players. We'll go on and we'll type in their name on YouTube and we'll watch them. It's not how the manager or whoever else is involved in recruitment is doing it for any club involved in the League of Ireland. So they're and not- a lot, a lot, a lot of levels higher above than than us. Exactly. 
<laughs> like so that that's just one thing that's doing me head in. Sorry, it's just when you mentioned Bogdan, I've gone off on a tangent on that. Yeah, I, 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 like I'd hate to see us move away from the policy that has always served as well. In that, you know, we try to get as many people for players from our region, try to bring players to you know the various different levels and supplement with players from outside the country. It's always worked well for us. You know, let's not just throw our toys to the pram now when it comes in that, that regard. So. Two of our biggest assets at the club are foreign players. Max Madden and Nando Pinecker. Yeah, They're sellable assets at the moment at the club. So, you know what I mean? They're two foreigners, two YouTube players. There's two YouTube players for you. There you go. So YouTube isn't too bad. Yeah, but they speak English, you see. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry, Ronan. Sorry, yeah, that's that's me. You know, I kind of taken us off tangent on that one with Bogdan, but it's just I think he's been used too much of a scapegoat, and probably. Well, Donald started it. Yeah, that's he said. That's that he said. Donald, he said. You know what? <laughs> he said Frank was scared. I mean, I just I I thrown out there as a, as a rationale as to why Frank's form might have dipped. That's oh, all. Well, like, he can't be emotionally scared from hanging home with a lad. Like, he's got to be a bigger and braver man than that, so he is. But his form has fallen off a cliff. Yes. Like it's, it's scary. So it is. He, he's, he's a shadow of himself. And I thought he would have kicked on big time this season with a full preseason under him, fully settled into life in Sligo. He obviously likes it somewhat, or he would have been gone. I'm sure. But it's just I, I don't know. It's and it's not helping us at all because, you know, you, you I go back to the games last year with him like shells away and that towards the end of the season he tore them apart. He was fantastic. He was our best player in the last third of the season. Yeah. Exactly. You know, even in Europe and everything, he was he was very good against Viking and that he tore them apart that day at home. I remember everyone was egging him on to take the penalty, which he fluffed, but he hasn't kicked on and he's regressed massively. And again, that's another option we don't have then. So I I, I don't know in that regard. But is that symptomatic of the team, lads, that, you know, we know that, like we've seen earlier in the season, that the players can, you know, put in performances, can get to a high level but then it's just the the regression has been so so far you know it's you know it's so far down from what we what we have seen and what we probably expect as well I suppose the concerning thing Ronan really is is like we I think it's, it's I saw somewhere someone put up on Twitter that it's it's nearly a year now since we've won back to back games like that's that's not good like that's not good enough to be fair no. Um. so like that to me is, is that that's that's an alarm bell, obviously, you know. Um, and I, but what kills me about this team, and I genuinely felt, what I genuinely felt that this season that there was a good couple of like there's there's a lot of pedigree. There is Greg Bulger, Danny Lafferty, one positive note, Gary Buckley getting a couple of minutes under his belt on on, yeah. on Friday night as well, which is a positive. Um, there's pedigree there, and, and there's there's talent there, and I just thought that maybe this year we were going to be a dark horse for the cup. And that we we could have gone if if we got over this hurdle that we could have gone all the way, and it just wasn't to me. And it's it's it is utterly disappointing. But as I say, I can live with my own disappointment because I've I've been through enough times. I've I've done enough of of getting angry and getting upset and all the whole lot at, at this stage. Um, I'm beyond that. It's it's like these. By it's, it's my missus those on about five stages of grief. There's a bargain and rational. I, I don't know what the hell they are, but I'm way at the towards the back end of it now where I'm just accepting it. And as I say, that's why I'm, I I have sympathy for the players because they're just, for whatever reason, and 
John Russell and the whole lot, it just for whatever reason they're just they're not performing and they're not doing themselves justice. And therefore they're not doing us justice. Anyway, that's my But Donald the throat. thing about it is that we've seen enough times this season that they can do it. Yeah. You know, we've seen some high quality performance. I know exactly that's exactly Sean. That's my point. Like they've they've done it. So I just can't understand. I'm struggling to understand why can't they do it like two games in a row? Why can't they get back to back wins? You know, um, you know because they're better. They're better than that. You know, yeah, they're, 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 well, you'd expect yeah. them to be far better than that. And like they are better than that. Do you know what I mean? They are better than that. But you know, just, there's, just... there's good players there, and in my opinion, there is a good manager there. Like it's just what what's missing, what's not going together. Like and that's I think serious questions do need to be asked now at this point. Like, like you won't get many. Like we've probably put ourselves. Oh, to our own detriment, really, we've backed the players and manager 100% this season. Like, even in really bad times, you know, we've we've put our fucking heads on the chopping board, you know, in regards to backing managers and players. Like, so, but I, I think it's come to a point and it's still, I still want to see John do really well and turn all this around. I think he's had a massive learning curve this season. He, what, he, what he's learned this season is more than he'll ever learn in football. I genuinely think he's had to take every every test this year. So he can only improve him, in my opinion. But whether he'll get the time or not, I don't know. Because, you know, there's a lot of failures this year. There really is a lot of failures. And, like, that's we have to be real about. It. I'm sure he is as well. Like, he's not going to take that as an insult. There's nothing you can look on this season as a success. Absolutely nothing. So I suppose, um, look, there's a lot of people out there that... You know, feel that he should be gone, and uh, there's a lot of people that feel that if he kind of wasn't one of us, he would be gone. And look, I'd love to see him do well. Of course, he would. But it's hard to disagree with what a lot of people out there are saying. You know, in terms of look, it's not you know, it's it's not good enough in terms of consistency or performances or not where we want it to be or blah 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 blah. And um, so it, you know, you know, like it's getting harder and harder to defend his position so I don't know like for me I wouldn't do anything definitely until the end of the season um, and maybe review it then and maybe have, have a sit down with him and say look back at the time you said you were going to do A, B, C and D we've done A and B but C and D maybe we've fallen short on or maybe we haven't done any of them so you know what's the plan going forward for next season because we are going to have a smaller budget so how how can we how can we improve with less money for me I think it's full. I think there's a lot of maybe a lot of maybe a lot of wastage there that you know maybe we could with, with a little bit of luck as well. I think you know, look, we've had an awful lot of bad luck this year too. So I don't know what your thoughts are on on that. Just touching off that again, I do believe there is room to manoeuvre there within the squad because without mentioning any names or that, there is a lot of filler in that in that squad. Yes, I think you know there still be can be a good few faces leave and free up a good bit of wages and you could get a lot more quality in for what's there even though the budget will will be smaller no doubt about it but there is room to maneuver but it we have to be effective this we can't miss in the transfer market this time around if it is a case where john stays on which i look i do hope i hope he gets another crack at this because uh, i do think he'll rectify it but it, we can't miss in the transfer window i don't think we can even have one average player I think everyone needs to come in and hit the ground running and we need to be pristine in the transfer market next time around. And whether or not we get one in now or not, yes, uh, from 
I don't know of any players coming in at the moment. I don't know that it has the lads heard of anything, you know, coming in for this window. There's only what a week left of it. Yeah, so probably hard, but whether or not someone comes in now, we'll see. And obviously, we'll have to see how Pedro progresses as well throughout the rest of the season, and to see does he stay on next year or not. But I don't know, Donald, what's your thoughts on it as well? But that's mine. Yeah, hard to know, Sean, isn't it? Um... Obviously, we've been blighted with injuries from, from day one. Um, we've had no luck with injuries whatsoever. Um, so, I don't know, like, like where, where do you go with this? Um, like, I mean, like, we lost three we lost three players on the one pitch over one weekend. You know, and it's, in fairness, uh, Sean McAteer is another one I feel sorry for, and I have sympathy for as well, because he, like, this would have been a massive, could have been potentially a great pre-season, I thought. Uh, massive potential for him to kind of break into the first team and, and stick a claim for himself. And like that, that, that brandy well pitch uh, scuppered, us, uh, scuppered his season as well. So, yeah, uh, Browning is interesting one. I think maybe a season under his belt would have probably done him a bit of good. I just, I think he's probably uh, found it difficult to adjust to the pace and maybe the physicality of the league. Um, again, there's football in him as well, but he's, I feel he probably just needs a bit more time in the ball than than what he would be given here in in the League of Ireland. Uh, I think like there's there's some quality players there, and like you say, Sean, there's there's other fellas there. Sure, no disrespect to Finnerty, like like he hasn't featured at all, like the other kind of way, you know. So like the Carl O'Sullivan, he's been a massive loss. Like, like we're missing so many people. Like everything, and this, this I know. I go back to the same thing. Everything that could have conspired to go against John Russell this season has, like literally everything. It's you, you couldn't script a more difficult season for manager than than what John Russell and uh, Ryan Casey have gone through this season. Like, it's it's a beggar's belief. And again, I get what you're saying about the game in draw. Like, uh, you create your own luck at times, and like you need to be up for 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 a battle like that. But I just, I just, as I say, I'm, I'm just gone beyond that stage of, of, of being annoyed and I just, as I say, just disappointed. Um, there's qualities in the squad, yes. Obviously, the budget will is, is going to be cut. Assuming we don't, um, assuming we don't get European football, which is looking highly unlikely. There's still a bit of hope, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's uh, the budget's going to be cut, so it's going to be however difficult. Uh, however difficult and however things have conspired against us this season we need to have the poor opposite uh, happens next season as you said John every player that we sign is going to have to be a success you know all those decisions that went against us are going to have to go for us because in a reduced budget um, like we're, we're teetering above relegation at the, the drops on there as it is like you know next season there's there's no kind of get out clause Listen, we're not even through the season yet Oh, exactly. And, and and again, that's another reason why I wouldn't be hard on the players because regardless of your thoughts on them or regardless of your thoughts of their effort or whatever, at the end of the day, we're not safe. Uh, we're not out of, out of the, the, the relegation battle as such uh, yet. And I think uh, we just, I suppose, look, I, I, I wouldn't call players out until such times as uh, the, the season's over. Like, they still have a chance to redeem themselves. Uh, they still have a chance to show us a bit of character uh, for the duration of the season and show us like that playing for Sligo Rovers actually means something for them. 
and I, I do believe that 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 it does. So yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that people. I'm not saying that players are going out there with um, not making an effort. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But you know, mentality and character have are just as important as as ability. Um, and you know, on far too many occasions, you know, we we haven't had that character. We haven't had that belief in ourselves to 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 go and, and take the game by the scruff of the neck and, and take control and you know look you just need to look at the likes of Drada and Shells and things like that you know like and we said it here before look obviously we've got much much better footballers than they have but they've got things that we don't have and you know maybe that's maybe we can learn lessons from Drada you know, maybe John Russell can learn lessons from draw the, the way they, maybe their their team makeup, maybe the way they approach the game. Um, you know, maybe we. You know, look, I know we 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 did go about the game a, a bit differently the last day, and we kind of went a little bit more direct. But you know, I think Man City would would uh, would struggle to play football on that pitch there. Um, but it's not all about playing football. You know, you know what you're getting. You're, you know what you're going into, and that for me is the worrying thing and the annoying thing. It's not like we didn't know. It's not like we weren't prepared. But when it came to us, we there was some some of the lads were just anonymous. You know, you wouldn't know they were playing. Like, and I know going back to Roy Keane or whatever the case may be, but you know, like go out and fucking kick somebody or do something. Danny did that. You know, definitely did it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, it was a bit late in the day then, like, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, I get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just on the budget as well, like, it's our biggest ever budget, but it's still our, it, you know, even though it's our biggest budget, that's just to stay uh, within the league. Do you know, like, it still would be about the, the six, it would still only be about the six biggest budget in the league. But it was our biggest budget, if you know what I mean. So it's not a case of where we have more money than anybody else. There wasn't. We we came, we will come at about six. Maybe that's where we'll end up, probably through reflection. But you're always kind of hoping that you might overachieve on what you have. But uh, we've definitely underachieved, unfortunately. Unless we get your done up. Well, Jerry, I don't care, right? As long as I have a breath in my fucking lungs, there's always hope. As long as it's mathematically possible. If we won the next three games, who knows? Like we're 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 looking we're looking closer to fourth than we are looking closer to eight. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility. But obviously, it's a long, 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 long shot now. As long as I as long as I'm breathing, Jerry, I lose I lose I lose a bit of hope in it. So I know. You're a better man than me, don't. Well, Sean, look at if you don't have fucking hope, what have you got? You know. No, well, you're right. You're right. I know it's a long. It's a last. It's a long, long shot. I don't want to sound ridiculous either, especially the after what's happened but at the same time like again and I said it before the cup game I actually thought it was a great time because you're going there and you know exactly what you have to do and like we said Jerry you know exactly what you have to face but again this match I know probably jumping ahead but this match on, on Friday night it's the perfect opportunity to redeem yourselves so you know it's it's you know it's it's if you're like talk about a, a chance to actually say you know something we're better than this 
and uh, go up there with a fucking with an attitude and um, and a point to prove something in your something to, to actually to, to fight for it's just for your own personal pride to go up there and and like not have beaten Drada a part-time team ran by a postman and uh, not having to be been beaten by beaten by them twice and drawn it into the showgrounds you know it's it's you know, like that, that has to hurt fellas as well. Like, so let's just hope that they can go up and do something on Friday night. I just jump in on the part time thing as well. People get carried away with that part time football, uh, saying they're contractually, it's just part time to train at night. They don't train during the day to allow them to work during the day. They still train at night, they still train exactly the same amount as a full time team, maybe slightly less because they might get the gym working as much. But they're the, not professional. So, so, they're not they, professional. It's just a contractual situation that allows them to work during the day. Yeah, but they have a job. They've, they're they're double job and so on. Not all of them, but well, like, lot, well, some of them are anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know some, some of them are, but like it's not it's not like they're only training two days a week or something like that. You know, people make out like these part time things are fucking doing nothing. Like they're not really really part time. Yeah, it's just it's a contractual situation. So it's just it's just to allow them because their budget isn't big enough to hold full time football. Still not good enough. Don't get me wrong, but it's just I think people lose running themselves with that something. Just one more thing, Ronan, on the the I suppose the where do we go from here? Question. I know I suppose he was in Premier League. Was he signed uh, when he became Arsenal manager and he had a couple of bad seasons at the start. But no more than John Russell. He's passionate and he's committed and he's turned that team around. Uh, because he was given time. And you know he's able to put his own stamp, his own imprint on 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 the team. Now I know this league of Ireland and and things seem to happen a lot faster in our league than what it does over there. But for what it's worth, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'd certainly like to see John Russell get another season under his belt and see what happens. Um, I I think that he he has all the attributes to be a great manager, and um, I would still be backing John to to I suppose to to turn the ship around and. Have more successful season next season, but again, unfortunately, that's not my call, and it'll be dictated by results. So there you go. Just on that as well, I think Don, you can you can even go closer to home with that, like and you know even with Shams and Stephen Bradley, like they were nearly protesting on the pitch at one stage to get him sacked when he first started out, but the board backed him, they stayed with him, they gave him time, and what he's look what he's done for them. Uh, I personally, I'm the same as you, Don. I think. Give John time. I think he still can make this right. Uh, but like that, results will determine everything. And at the end of the season, I don't think it can be just a case of, ah, forget about what happened last year and go again. Jerry touched on it. Serious questions have to be asked. You know, sit down. A proper discussion needs to be had and a forward plan put forward as to how we approach next year. And really, really in a detailed approach as to how we're we move forward from here because look at the end of the day we know we bang on about it all the time but I suppose we have to fan on club every euro is precious to us Their wastage isn't isn't an option so you know we've got to be bang on single step of the club from bottom to the top everything's got to be perfect and we all need to be singing off the same hymn sheet and I just think look hopefully come the end of the season we'll be in a bit of a better place and we can move forward from here but Look, it does have to be examined properly. It has to be analysed properly, and we'll just see where we go after. But yeah, but I think he's even as well. Like, um, we need to look at kind of medium term. Um, I know there's people out there saying, "Oh, oh 
get an investor in, get an investor in. Like, that's, I'm kind of, bear with me now just for a moment, but, you know, getting an investor in doesn't solve all problems. Like, don't come with a magic wand. Everybody's got an investor now. At the end of the day, only one club can win the league. Only four can qualify for Europe. Some team is always going to get relegated, if not two. So if everybody's got an investor, you know, and we're willing to stick with what we've always done, it hasn't been fan-owned, how do we find a different way of competing? How do you do something different to what everybody else has done? Um, and, like, I would still be of the opinion of where, you know, you do something, and like what we spoke about earlier, where you do supplement the first-team squad with a, with a few foreigners, uh, whether they be from the UK or wherever the, wherever the case may be. Um, I still think we need to stick to that. But what I'd also like us to see us doing is that, you know, say, for instance, you look at the likes of Derry City. Uh, when we played them there recently, they had um, a wage budget on the bench of €23,000 or £20,000. So what chance have young fellas at Derry uh, have of getting into the first-team squad if that's what they're they're up against? And places like Derry, you know, uh, is probably always been a hotbed for uh, producing good players. So, like, my my opinion was, like, how do we take advantage of them having 23,000 euros worth sitting on the bench? Do we cast the, the net a little bit further and maybe take two or three fellas in from Derry under-19s or something like that, give them a two-year contract, maybe give them a bit of an education and give them time to set and an opportunity to play first-team football? Uh, do we approach it that way and supplementing our squad that way in a more cost conscious approach and where it benefits the player and and things like that so trying to turn say a negative into a positive because Derry will always produce footballers but they're not going to get a chance there I'm only using Derry as an example I'm sure you know we've done it before in the past where we've taken you know young players from Shamrock Rovers and given them a platform for first team football you know the likes of uh, Owen Doyle and, and Porak Ahmed and maybe that's where we need to kind of you know, get back to that side of things as well and not overshadowing our own academy players, of course, but maybe that we have the best under-19 team in the country and we're a proper conveyor belt, you know. Uh, I, I just think that's, uh, you know, take the best young players around the country that aren't getting game time at their clubs and maybe we can accommodate them in a way. Just a different idea. Uh, and I agree with it in theory as well. But there's a situation then where you know you should be a wee bit more bold in terms of handing out contracts to young lads, but also we we rely then for maybe the FBI to step in and bring in a model like the Scandinavian one, where the minimum fee release clauses that you don't get hung by agents. You know, if you're selling on. Yeah, but I think we can only we can only we can only control what we can. Like if we're waiting on the FBI to control things, you know that's out of our hands. I but just no, think that, you know, yeah. but I'm just saying for that model to really work in our favor, you know, are you talking about is it getting players through and then selling them on, or are you actually just trying to build a team basically? Not just build a team, yeah. just have a conveyor belt team for our first team. And if they go on further, great, then maybe we will get a few pounds. But you know, at the end of the day, there's still going to be good, like, there's going to be pressure on, say, for instance, say, Declan Devine. You know, like you know yourself, there. When when look at Dundalk as an example, Dundalk were probably the worst team for bringing through you players, and they still are. Finn Harps is another one. Never promoted anybody to their first team, but we have a proven track record. We have a pathway. 
But I think we could maybe go one step beyond and just relying on our own academy. I think we should be bringing in fellas from other academies, giving them an opportunity and an education or something like that to, to you know, to, to play first team football here because they're not going to get it anywhere else. At the end of the day, those footballers are still out there. I, you know, like that might be the perfect model, but I just think we need to think differently because, you know, I suppose was it the, the definition of uh, insanity is just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. Well, when you factor in all the extra money that's out there, well, then it definitely is insane because you need to do something different to, you, you, you know, there's many different strands. You've got your own youth policy. You've got few, la- you know, lads from in the region. You've got a few foreigners. Maybe there's players that, you know, aren't going to get a chance at these clubs where there's huge pressure on the manager to perform. He's just going to go out and buy some and bring them in, put them straight into the first team or first team squad. Look at the last few weeks there, the Ronnie McMullen and Mullen from Scotland, as an example. They're not going to be not in the first team squad, but they're going to be pushing other players out that have the pathway is going to be blocked. So why not for why not us give players like that a pathway? Because we can't compete with 23,000 euros worth of uh, wages on the bench. Do you know what I mean? I, suppose I just think we, we need Will, to be Will, more clever. Will Fitzgerald, Will Fitzgerald is a good example of that, isn't he? Like, yeah, you, perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just maybe yeah. build something. But you know what, Jerry? I suppose with that as well, though, like there is a risk in that our, there's a pressure that you're kind of bringing upon yourselves as well. Like, And that's, I suppose, that's the thing. Like, Fans have to be patient too because... Like when you're bringing in young lads, you know, they do need time to develop and to mature and stuff like that, you know, so it's not... Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't even be saying put them straight into the first team. I'd be saying, like, they're part of the first team squad. They're, they're under 19 players. Do you know, so say there's a lot of... Say James McLean at 18 in Derry City's squad, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm kind of, kind of stretching here a bit. But, like, at the moment, would an 18-year-old James McLean... Or someone maybe, or or say Danny Lafferty, would they get the chance? And I keep going back to Derry City just because it's like want to stay on one club. But would they get the chance to get into the Derry first team squad? No, I don't think they would. At, at 17, 18, 19, they probably wouldn't, right? So is there an opportunity? And like, there are only two players off the top of my head. You've got McInniff, McElhaney, all these lads, brilliant footballers that are constantly coming through the likes of Derry. Would they get into the first team squad at 18 now? Probably not. And maybe miss their opportunity because the money is in Derry. They have so much money now. There's so much pressure on the manager. He's not going to be taking a chance on kids. I'm not saying about throwing these kids straight into our first team. I'm saying, yeah, give them a year or two, you know, settling in. You're not going to be paying them a fortune. You know, maybe there's an educational route at the same time and, and go that that way, you know. There's, there's no pressure on them. Still, obviously, you still want to be competitive, but I'm just thinking, like, your under-19 team, can we make that as b- packed with good players where someone's injured, someone can step in? Rather than just sometimes having an under-19 team where, let's be honest, maybe 80 or 90% of it is just making up the numbers. If you could produce even just four or five players a season, wouldn't that be fantastic? Maybe one from Leitrim, one from Sligo, one from Mayo, two from, say, Derry or one from Dublin or wherever the case may be. I just, I just think we need to go a different direction. Like, And I'm not saying overnight. Yeah, and look, you're not... I don't think you've been overly critical either by saying 
you know, it doesn't have to be just local lads coming through an academy because, like, you take any of the best academies around the world, and like, it's not local lads that come through their academies. It's just young lads that the that the club develops. So, like, you know, you could cast your net out to Dublin as well. Like, at the end of the day, how many young lads have you seen from Sligo go up to Dublin, play for the likes of Belvedere or whatever, over the years? There's no reason why that can't be reversed and offer lads an opportunity that mightn't be getting it at Shells because it's such a good academy or Pats, the way the Pats Academy is developing now. There is players there that are missing out that are probably thinking, Jesus, I need to get my chance now. Why not give them the opportunity yeah. down here as well? Yeah. And, and like, we've done it before. Yeah. And look, all in all, like, you know, if you add quality to things, it only improves everything around it as well. Like, so. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be a bad thing for any other players in a, in around the academy at the th- same time, but look, it, it's a it's a good plan that could work. Like so, anything's worth to go. Yeah, yeah, we'll agree. Anyway, we have to the box. Certainly, the way the budget is going to be constrained by looks things next season. Anyway, yeah. Right, lads. Final part of this week's show. Uh, draw it away again on Friday night. Donald, we've talked about Drada before, and I think we'll we'll go for our predictions for for Friday night. First of all, well, it's just uh, I, I think it's a chance for redemption. Um, it's uh, I suppose a chance for players just to kind of maybe prove a few people wrong and uh, you know show that they have a bit of pride and, and show that they care and express themselves. So I'm going to go for a two-one win, Ronan, uh, for Sega Rovers, the bitter raid. Don. Sadly, I think we're going to get back to yeah, two minutes to draw. I think that's only the second time we've ever predicted the last for Rovers on this. And Jerry, yeah, I think same as Sean. I think two uh, 0 to draw. And like that too, I don't think I, I can't even remember predicting us getting a, a loss if maybe once before. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully, look, bite your hand off for a draw at the moment, um, just to keep the the distance between us and them, but. Uh, no, I just think I've kind of hit rock bottom now with the stage, so 2-0 draw Yourself, Ronan? I'll go for 1-1. I'm cautiously optimistic, but anyway, we'll see. I'm looking forward to leaving Weaver's Park on Friday night with three points, and I'd be fucking laughing the whole way down the road at you miserable bastards predicting us going fucking <laughs> lose. Fucking hell. Jeez. Hopefully they are. Yeah, and I'll be delighted if that's the case. I'll accept the laughing at me. I'll even laugh at myself, but I can't see it. Just one other thing, Ron, before you go, there was a, it was a great occasion there in the showgrounds on Sunday as well. Um, there was an All Ireland final between um, it was it was uh, the Glentorn women jury and Galway. Cliftonville, sorry, yeah, Cliftonville. I should know because uh, I was working there, but. Uh, it was a great, <laughs> great occasion, and um, you know, it was it was something that uh, it was great to see, like an All Ireland, an All Ireland final uh, played in the showgrounds, and you know, I think there's merit in a discussion being had uh, for men's football to have like an All Ireland uh, cup or something like that, because um, it was great to see, I suppose, people from both sides of the border go and enjoy a game of football and mingle amongst each other and have a good time. And uh, congratulations to Goy on on going out and on winning the final. Whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> come here. Do you know what? Sure. Where the where the all Ireland, all, uh, Ireland uh, cup holders at the moment? 